0: Welcome to the New Books Network. Hello. Welcome to the New Books in Jewish Studies podcast. I am your host, Ari Barblat. Today, I'm blessed to be in dialogue with Boyan Alexov. We'll be discussing his newly published book, Jewish Refugees in the Balkans, 1933 to 1945, published in Leiden, Netherlands, by Brill, 2023. Boyan Alexov is Associate Professor in Southeast European History at the School of Slavonic and East European Studies at University College London. Boyan, it's an honor to be in communication with you today.
1: Thank you very much, Shari. Thank you for inviting me.
0: To begin, please tell us about yourself. Where did you grow up? What formative events in your life inspired the scholar you'd become as an adult?
1: I I was born and I grew up in uh, Belgrade, which was the capital of Yugoslavia uh, back then. And I was very unfortunate to find myself uh, doing my uh, compulsory military service um, um when the war uh, in former Yugoslavia, the war for the dissolution, um, uh, the the war in former Yugoslavia began in '91, And I deserted from the Yugoslav army and I became an anti-war activist and I spent most of 1990s um uh helping others um other des- deserters and conscientious objectors and basically um campaigning against the war and got myself uh, in all sorts of troubles because of that and um and that was probably the most uh important uh, um, event or series of events that formed me as a future scholar. Uh, so while in anti-war activism, I also studied history, and then I was fortunate to get a scholarship to uh, continue my studies, to do my graduate studies at the Central European University in, in, in Budapest, and then I uh, also studied at the Free University of Berlin, and I also got a postgraduate uh, uh, degree in uh, at the university, European University Institute in Florence. And since 2007, I am teaching Balkan history in London at the University College. London, as you said, in its Department for Slavonic and East European Studies, and previously, I um, published uh, and I researched a lot on uh, uh, mostly on small peoples, on religious dissenters, um, religious sects in nineteenth, twentieth century Serbia, Hungary. I edited a book on big powers and small uh, East European uh, states in the interwar period. Uh, and um, it is only in the last few years that I became engulfed in this uh, project for which uh, you invited me to talk But basically, my background and expertise is in Balkan history.
0: What inspired you to write this book? What message do you hope to convey to readers?
1: Um, Maybe better to ask who first inspired me. Um, Yes, it was... um, an elderly gentleman who I randomly encountered, or not so randomly, he came. He came to one of my talks, and and then and then um, to, then came up to me after the talk, and I learned about him and 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 his um, and his life. His name was Imre Rochlitz, and he was. A young boy uh, in uh, Vienna at the time of Anschluss in 1938, and he told me how he traveled on his own and and and, and fled to Yugoslavia, only um, and and was helped by a prominent Judaism in Zagreb, Doctor Lavoslav Sheik, uh, a Zagreb uh, lawyer. And spent two years in, in in Zagreb in high school before the Nazis um, invaded Yugoslavia in 1941. And and in September that year, he was among the first Jews um, from Zagreb. Uh, although still a minor and a refugee, uh, he was deported to. Um, Notorious uh, concentration camp in Croatia, run by Croatian fascist ustashas, Jasenovac um, camp, where around hundred thousand, mostly Serbs, but also Jews and 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 Roma, were brutally murdered. Now Imre was unfortunate to be in the first group of those deported, but uh, he was um also fortunate that um, then his uncle in uh, who stayed back in zagreb was uh, a first world war veteran and and, and a friend of the civil uh, envoy nazi civil envoy to croatia gles von hostenau uh also a first world war um, veteran who intervened on Imre's behalf and after a couple of months of hell that um, Imre later described in his book uh, Imre was released. Uh, uh, so in those early days uh, uh, this was possible and, and, and then he uh, uh, fled to um, uh, Dalmatia which was um uh, partly annexed, partly occupied by fascist Italy, and uh, uh, where many um, Croatian, but also Yugoslav and uh, many foreign refugee Jews uh, found safety. Unfortunately, uh, his mother stayed behind and was uh, later murdered, and so, was his uncle and aunt when, in forty-three, they had to, after Italy's capitulation, they had to um, flee for safety and, and join Yugoslav anti-fascist, uh, communist-led partisans. And and barely nineteen, um, uh, because of his uh, high school uh, education. Uh, became the manager of the only partisan veterinary hospital and for the next two years made a career in partisan ranks uh, only to flee because of his political disagreements with communist partisans to flee to Italy in 1945. And only later in his life, Imre, together with his son, Joseph, traveled back to what was then Yugoslavia to research and explore and contextualize his uh, trajectory. And he published a book. And I I was delighted uh, to, um, to get a book from an outsider, so to say, uh, uh, on um, the war, the Second World War, in um, former Yugoslavia. So I frequently invited uh, uh, Imre to talk to my students in London and and I learned, so to say, about the topic. But I wasn't moved to begin my own research until um, Imre's death, which um, strangely coincided with another refugee, exodus namely uh, the exodus of syrian refugees in 2015 uh, who also uh, in the thousands and hundreds of thousands traversed um, the balkans on their way to uh, uh, western europe and there was lots of negative press about the balkans and its porous borders at the time and 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 I began to connect the two events the one uh, told about by Imre and the um, and, uh, current or back then um, exodus of Syrian uh, refugees. Okay, so both groups were traversing the Balkans. Um, Now, Balkan leaders have their own share of guilt and responsibility for wars and violence in the Balkans. But speaking about these two refugee exoduses, um, Balkans share absolutely no responsibility. And, And so this was what was similar. But what was different was that back then in 1930s thousands of uh, first uh, german uh, uh, jews later joined by uh, austrian uh, czech uh, polish jews so from the capitals of european uh, culture and civilizations from places like berlin um, vienna prague um, and and so on, um, had to flee and find rescue in what was perceived barbarous uh, wilderness of the Balkans and and, and many indeed found shelter on uh, Adriatic islands or in Balkan uh, mountains with uh, local peasants and and as I said, um, uh, communist led, partisans during the war. And I was struck by that, and I wanted to explore further what the scholarship um, uh, wrote about it. And I, I found very little and, um, and often also uh, uh, misguided or misinterpreted uh, 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 narrative of these events. So uh, I decided to embark on my own research of this little known uh, aspect of the Holocaust, namely the escape of tens of thousands of Reichs and, and, and later also Polish Jews um, to uh, Yugoslavia, Greece, and Albania from 1933 to 1941, when the Balkans was also invaded uh, by Nazi Germany and fascist Italy. And then what happened uh, uh, to them uh, under um, uh, German and Italian occupation until '45.
0: What are the primary themes in your book? What story does your book tell?
1: Uh-huh. Well, first of all, um, without much scholarship and, and literature uh, on uh, on this exodus, or um, I was forced to look at um, at the literature on the general literature on um, the exodus of um, German Jews. Uh, which is very well uh, documented and uh, in scholarship uh, very well analyzed. But I was struck by this um, marginalization, so to say, of some of the escape routes, namely in uh, the existing. Literature it seemed to be more relevant somehow if one escaped via Paris or Amsterdam than via Zagreb or Tirana in Albania. Okay, so um, so the Holocaust uh, studies or the Jewish uh, history seem to replicate the marginalization of the Balkans um, uh, as the rest of uh, Historiography. Um, secondly, the the context, the general political, economical, social, cultural context uh, of of these Balkan countries that I named uh, was entirely different from the ones in Western Europe, which were uh, more written about. So. Um, I was struck. That among the first uh, uh, sources um, uh, that I found uh, uh, was Heinrich uh, Queller, um, who writes, uh, who writes that um, Yugoslavs were the only ones that accepted us. They didn't shoot at us at the border. Um they were friendly. Um so this was um part of these uh, uh so to say um different contexts. So namely the, the the book is divided into several chapters as the context and, and, and the situation changes, but uh, for most of the nineteen thirties, uh Yugoslavia, Albania, and in Greece uh, were either welcoming um, the Jewish refugees, in contrast to other countries uh, uh, who were not welcoming them. Or even uh, when the bans were introduced, the Balkan borders remained porous, informality uh, ruled, and uh, um, it was simply possible to bribe uh, the border officials or the bride, local policemen and so on. It was possible to bribe anyone back then in 1930s and and to escape the Nazi terror. And, and, and many found shelter and welcome, as I said. And this is one of the themes um, the other theme is then what happens uh, after uh, 41, and, and that is uh, best illustrated by uh, the tragedy of um, the so-called Kladovo transport and uh, organized um, uh, transport of refugees organized by uh, Zionist uh, groups and, and, and who got stuck in Yugoslavia on the Danube, and as such, they were uh, captured by invading Nazi troops in 1941, and, um, and were slaughtered, were uh, executed along um, uh, Yugoslav Jews uh, starting from uh, early October 1941 um, in what was to be, let's say, the beginning uh, even if unofficial of the final solution or the final solution before the final solution. So, um, yes, these refugees shared uh, the tragic fate of uh, Yugoslav and Greek um, Jews if um, uh, they were captured. Uh, And this is yet another shocking revelation that uh, despite this opening uh, in the context of 1930s philo-semitic attitude of Yugoslavia and Greece, uh, their Jewish population would be um, exterminated to almost uh, the highest uh, percentage of the highest share of their population would be then uh, during the occupation exterminated by Nazis and their collaborators. So this is um, another topic that I cover and then I I, I, I cover a topic of um, Italian uh, occupation and Italian attitude which was entirely different and where most, of uh, survivors um thanks to this attitude uh of italian fascists uh, towards Jews um survived and uh, and i have separate chapters on an island uh, of corfu where uh, almost 1000 uh, Jews were rescued during this period so i contrast uh, the different systems of uh occupation and um, the different stories of different groups of refugees and and here I insist I um, follow mostly and this is the greatest greatest majority of refugees who fled on their own and the existing historiography up till now dealt mostly with uh, Uh, with those Jews who fled in an organized, even uh, if illegal, uh, uh, way, uh, as I said, with the help of Zionist organizations, but that was just a fraction of uh, refugees. Most uh, refugees uh, fled on their own, or with family members, and Uh, and during these uh, tumultuous years were uh, on their own and faced uh, destiny on their own. And as such, left very little record in the archives and thus um, official historiography or Israeli historiography that dealt mostly with uh, Zionist organized migration um uh, failed to cover uh, uh their destiny so this is uh these are my main topics
0: what routes did Jewish refugees from Central Europe take to reach the Balkans
1: well there were several waves of um refugees the first in 1933 were um the uh, Uh, fleeing Germany mostly because uh, um, they were political opponents of uh, Nazis so there were were people who lost their jobs uh, um, in Nazi Germany because of their uh, Jewish ethnicity or background Um, this then intensifies after the (laughs) Uh, racial laws, um, 35, 36, and reaches its peak uh, in 38 and 39 where there is a massive exodus from what was the, uh, the largest uh, um, a Jewish community in Reich, uh, namely that of uh, Vienna. After the Anschluss that I mentioned in 1938, and because of uh, Austria's uh, proximity to Yugoslavia or the common border from 1938, Yugoslavia would become the main destination of Jews fleeing from Vienna and, and, and Graz. Uh, and they would be then joined in 1939 by um, Czech. Uh, Jews, and in 1940, a a massive um, exodus from Polish Jews. Um, Initially, as I said, uh, they could uh, travel legally up to 1938, or first first, uh, obstructions were introduced, uh, but uh, um, after that, so they travelled in all sorts of ways: by train, by um, by plane, by car. Some walked. Some some uh, fled. Uh, a couple fled from uh, Hamburg on bicycles, uh, cycling all the way from the Baltics to the Balkans. Uh, that all changed, as I said, in thirty eight and thirty nine, when Yugoslavia also closes. Uh, its borders, and and then um, most uh, uh, refugees had to flee illegally, and and this is um, uh, then the time the 1939 40 uh, early 41, at the time of uh, dramatic uh, rescues and escapes over the green uh, border over over the Alps. Um, in snow, in all sorts of weather, organized by um, people's traffickers who were connected with Nazis from Graz and, and, and who transported for um, for fees, for huge fees, thousands of uh, Jews to Yugoslavia. Others came via Hungary and, and there too, situation worsened and um the reports of um of Jews um traversing drava and Danube river on boats or swimming um there would be dramatic uh, rescues later for those who uh, reached Greece and um, so uh, or, the ones who would escape similarly on boats from Dalmatia to to mainland Italy um, uh, during the war. So many of these uh, stories are very reminiscent of current uh, um, uh, refugee stories. People um, trying in all sorts of ways uh, to flee and. Uh, And uh, and lots of uh, involvement of criminal networks. uh, uh, Yes, thank you.
0: How did families who migrated to the Balkans adapt to their new locations?
1: Again, um, as I said, I am following non-organized flight, um, which probably accounts for 90, if not more, uh, percent of all those um, who uh, fled uh, the Reich. And this is a very heterogeneous group. Um, very few, except some Austrian or Graz Jews, had any uh, connections to the Balkans. Any family or business connections, nothing. They simply uh, fled south because this was the only way. After um, America introduced um, uh, the quota systems, and and and, uh, and for German Jews, this uh, meant waiting for decades. Um, to reach the place uh, on um, American quota systems, and after other countries like Britain, um, France, uh, Switzerland was especially strict, and and, and, then Belgium, Holland, uh, after all other countries introduced the bans, um, the Balkans was uh, the only way out So this was the only reason um, uh, they found themselves in Yugoslavia and and, uh, uh, Greece uh, or Albania. Uh, So this was entirely a new world uh, for them. Very few uh, spoke the language. and, uh, And for elderly among the refugees, asked me about the families for parents. It was, uh, I'm speaking now about the period of 1930s. It was a different, um, um, difficult period uh, of uh, adaptation, uh, whereas uh, in my sources, uh, I deal with lots of uh, memoirs or interviews or correspondence or reports. Uh, by um, uh, young uh, refugees and many of them uh, uh, easily adapted to new environment and many of them joined uh, the local anti-fascist or um, uh, communist uh, uh, led uh, groups and became active in the new environment and uh, I omitted to say the only help coming uh, was from local jewish communities uh, uh, namely zagreb belgrade and sarajevo which were the three cities um, in yugoslavia that had uh, the largest jewish communities so um, and they were uh, the only ones uh, there was no international humanitarian uh, organizations back then. And uh, there was some little help uh, coming from American uh, Jewish organizations, but basically it was the Yugoslav Jews who took many of these German refugees into their homes. And, uh, but as I said, most of them had to bear the costs uh, uh, their own costs by themselves or look for work, any work. And then uh, after uh, the Nazi invasion 41, they were again on the run and, um, and then everything um, changes and and again, the role of different generations is differently addressed in my book Um, um, so this is the answer to your question
0: Can you tell us about the Kladovo transport refugees who were they, what befell them
1: Yes um, so this is the the most famous or the most notorious the most uh, uh, tragic case Um, uh, and and I'm but it is the best known and and uh, there is lots of literature on it and um, I mention it in passing in my book, as i said i, I deal with non organized uh, flight um Ladovo, um transport was um, a transport of um, organized by um Austrian, Viennese um, uh, Zionist organizations in 1939, um, which in the winter of 39 to 40 only reached Yugoslav-Romanian border and before the Danube froze. They couldn't sail further, so they had to spend the winter. Uh, uh, in the town of Kladovo, um, on the banks of Danube. This is on the border between Yugoslavia and Romania. And later on, um, Romania and Bulgaria uh, forbid their passage, and and they had to spend long months, as I said, um, uh, in this makeshift camp, and only... In the fall of 1940, um, Yugoslav authorities transferred them to the town of Shabbats, near Belgrade, where they were offered better conditions and and more help from, as I said, Belgrade Jewish communities and and many other uh, Jewish refugees who were on their own throughout Yugoslavia, uh, joined that group in the hope that um, As a collective, they would uh, um, escape uh, more easily or more quickly from their predicament. Uh, uh, At one point, they reached more than 1,300 while uh, they were in uh, Shabbat. As I said, now joined by also Polish refugees and others. before the Nazi invasion only a group of um, uh, slightly more than 200 um, young boys and girls received um, the so-called uh, British mandate of uh, Palestine Palestine uh, certificates uh, and were allowed um, uh, to emigrate and and uh, And this happened literally days before the Nazi invasion, but over a thousand uh, of others remained uh, uh, in Shabbat. And um, and this is where uh, they were stuck when um, Nazi Germany invaded. Um, The very summer, there was a massive anti-German, anti-Nazi, uprising in Serbia and uh, in order to suppress the uprising um, the local German uh, military authorities um, um, issued an order that 100 locals 100 Serbs uh, or locals should be shut for every um, single killed German soldier and 50 for every wounded German soldier. And and, uh, and, uh, and German army then began collecting hostages among the local population. And the first hostages were Jews, uh, Serbian Jews, but also um, refugee Jews and uh, all of... Um, Uh, Jews who were in the so-called Pladovo transport and and the men among them were shot immediately in uh, October 1941 whereas women and elderly and children were forced in winter in the freezing conditions to march 70 kilometers to Belgrade. Many of them died on these um, uh, march and others were joined by um uh, serbian women jewish women and children in uh, in the so-called Zemlin uh, lager or, or staro the old um, fairground uh, concentration camp uh, uh, in belgrade and in the winter, in the spring of forty two uh, they were all gassed um, in the so-called gas vans, which were specially designed uh, uh, to murder Jews and which were first uh, used uh, in uh, in Serbia before being uh, deployed. Uh, later to the Eastern Front. So this was the tragic ending of Pladovo um, transport refugees.
0: What roles did Zionist organizations play in Jewish refugee migration in the Balkans? Um,
1: as I said, that they played a huge role. They were the only organizations in um, uh, uh, assisting the escape, and there was a lot to assist uh, in terms of uh, providing documents, providing financing, organizing um, exchanges of properties, and and so on, which is not uh, my topic, and which was uh, uh, which was dealt. Um, Um, as I said, by um, Israeli um, historiography. um, And uh, there were various centers, various different groups. uh, uh, There were lots of conflicts between... uh, uh, Two uh, main groups of uh, uh, Zionists. Um, I I don't want to go into this because um, uh, my topic was um, the people who are not associated with any of these uh, um, Alaya bet or the, the illegal uh, immigration uh, that was. Uh, sponsored or organized by zionist groups but people who simply uh uh fled on their own um and uh, whose experience was uh, to a great extent different uh from um, those who escaped with the help of zionists
0: who were the most famous and prominent jewish refugees in the balkans
1: again uh, this is um As I said, uh, it was a very, very heterogeneous group. Um, In 1933, among the first people were those who, as I said, lost their jobs. Um, Among them, many university professors. One of the most famous uh, uh, was, Professor Georgios Strogorsky, who was uh, uh, a famous uh, Byzantologist and um, who lost his job uh, because of his Jewish origin at the University of Breslau, um, today, Wroclaw. Uh, and uh, there were very few uh, of those, um, uh, Yugoslavia was uh, very poor, so uh, it could get only very few of these uh, prominent refugees who uh, mostly went uh, to Turkey, uh, where Turkish state hired lots of German-Jewish professors um, uh, to um, help establish universities in, uh, in um in Turkey, but apart from Professor Ostrogorsky, there was also uh, uh, professors Ferdinand Blumenthal and Ernst uh, Mislowitzer, who were both um, uh, founders of the ecological uh, studies and institute in Belgrade. And, uh, and there was uh, um, lots of other, uh, doctors, uh, that was Professor Arthur Liebert or Arthur Levy, the greatest Kantian. But uh, uh, these changes uh, over years, and, and many other, especially Austrian uh, prominent uh, 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 artists, uh, <laughs> flee in 1938. Among them, uh, some famous Authors, um, uh, Franz Czokor, Alexander von Zacher masoch um, uh, a German writer Dina uh, Nelken, uh, um, and, and many other visual artists, uh, cabaretists, uh, uh, singers, and then they also, um, uh, actors, uh, transform, um, uh, one of them was german actress tila Durieux, uh, who was one of the famous german actresses and, and she also lands in belgrade and later spends the war in in, in zagreb and and and, so, and they all also transform um the theater and generally the cultural uh, scene in uh Uh, in both Yugoslavia and Greece, where uh, the founders uh, and the first directors of the Greek uh, opera and and, uh, Philharmonic Orchestra uh, are also uh, German-Jewish refugees.
0: What new light does your book shed on Italian occupation policies in the Balkans? Can you compare and contrast the Italian and the German occupation policies?
1: Um, well, this is uh, one of the big uh, controversies in uh, uh, in scholarship um, of the Second World War is uh, the treatment of Jews by uh, fascist Italy. That it changes, um, Significantly, in 1938, after Italy, uh, fascist Italy, upon um, uh, Nazi German pressure, uh, adopts uh, similar uh, racial laws, and uh, uh, which opened the way for discrimination and, and and persecution of of Jews in Italy, which. Uh, said did not exist until 1938 and 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 italy was um one of or or the favorite uh, destination uh, uh, for jews in the uh, interval period Uh, not only for german jewish refugees but Polish or, or, or Hungarian Jewish students, who because of numerous clauses, because of restrictions of uh, university admission to uh, Jewish students, would not study uh, uh, in their home countries, and, and most of them ended up studying in Italian uh, universities. So um, uh, this changes in '38, but again. Uh, uh, despite uh, its fascist uh, uh, name and and leadership, um, similar to Balkans, the informality um, is um, is omnipresent in Italy. So Jews continue arriving after thirty eight, and many of these racial laws are not implemented or not fully implemented. And this Italian rescue becomes even more important uh, or widespread as Italy then joins the Nazi war effort and occupies and annexes large parts of the Balkans, Half of today's uh, Slovenia, the whole Dalmatian coast, uh, annexes Albania, o- occupies um, a large uh, portion of Greece and, and, and many Greek islands, and also uh, French Riviera or, or, or French coast, and and this uh, toleration of um, the Jews then extends to these areas and um i describe in many uh, uh, detail in a whole chapter the nazi invasion which uh, causes then uh, a mass exodus of jews from belgrade and zagreb towards the italians um as everyone uh, back then was aware that uh, italy uh, is a safe place uh, for jews um And this uh, lasts uh, uh, until the end uh, or the capitulation uh, and the withdrawal of Italy uh, from the war in September 1943. The reasons uh, um, for this uh, attitude are complex and, uh, and there were also instances, uh, very few and very rare, uh, where Italian uh, soldiers uh, would not let Jews enter into territories under their control. Or oh, in one case, um, uh, in Kosovo, a group of 51 Jews was uh, deported or sent back to Serbia, and, and, and they also ended in this... Um, Concentration camp in Belgrade. Uh, And and thus, this complex uh, history is continuously debated in historiography. In my research, I surveyed hundreds of personal. Testimonies, either written as the events unfolded, in letters, in diaries, or subsequently in memoirs, in interviews, in post-war reports to various uh, authorities, uh, collecting these um, uh, testimonies, and and I was struck by an. Old, Almost unison um, testimony by thousands uh, of Jewish refugees who describe the attitude of Italians, from rank and file soldiers to commanders to civilians um, in in the administration, as uh, as friendly and welcoming to Jews and. Uh, and I believe that his testimony, the voice of survivors is extremely important and and, and, and should be heard and not downplayed uh, when discussing uh, the role of a fascist Italy in the
0: Second World War. In what ways were female Jewish lived experiences in the Balkans similar or different from male Jewish experiences in the Balkans? How did Jewish female refugees suffer differently than male refugees?
1: Thank you for this uh, uh, question. This was yet another, let's say, um, discovery I made along the way during my uh, research, namely uh, searching for testimonies and and, uh, uh, records of the Jewish exodus uh, in the Balkans, I realized that a large segment uh, of the refugees were uh, female, and many of them also left the testimonies. And this is in sheer contrast to what we know about the Second World War in the Balkans, okay. where almost everything is written by men. Uh, and especially if we talk about rural areas of the Balkans. Most women were illiterate uh, back then. And then in sheer contrast, there are thousands of these um, Women coming, as I said, from capitals of culture and civilization in in Europe, from uh, cities like uh, Krakow and and, and Berlin and Hamburg, and they're all highly uh, educated and and literate, and they record their experiences. And I find uh, this very valuable as a source material material uh, in its own right. Now, looking exactly uh, or, or, or concretely uh, into what they remember or or, or, or <clears throat> describe, um, there is a difference. There are certain topics uh, which we find only in... Uh, uh, described or recorded uh, or memorized by women, such as uh, topics that belong to everyday life, hygiene, uh, food, uh, provision, um, but also emotional relationships and, uh, and tensions between uh, family members, or between locals and the refugees, or between local Jews and, and, and German Jews uh, that are particularly tackled. Many of the taboo topics uh, are um, only addressed by women, uh, such as Irene Grunbaum, who, who Survives in 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 Albania or, or through the Binda or get through the for example, uh, who was a Gentile German woman married to a Jew, who was part of Cladovo uh, transport and um, and and who was part of this terrible uh, 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 march. Uh, in in uh, nineteen forty two and uh, and who survived in the camp and only at the moment uh, when she was loaded uh, to the to onto a gas van to be murdered um, she admitted to uh, her torturers that she was actually German uh, a gentile and she was released. She was released to Belgrade, and she spent um, the rest of uh, war years in occupied Belgrade uh, as a cleaner, cleaning people's houses to survive. And immediately after the war, um, she wrote about her experience, and then uh, her memoir. Is still not published. Is uh, is held here in Vina uh, uh, Library in London, alongside of her uh, correspondence with various uh, German publishing uh, outlets, who found uh, in late forties, early fifties, uh, various uh, uh, reasons to discard. Um, uh, writing, or, or simply said, oh, you made a mistake, your manuscript ended in a travel section, uh, and, and so on. Um, and and she's one of these women that uh, describe in detail uh, the experience of refugees that we don't encounter among men. Uh, for example, the practice of a fictive marriages uh, many in order to secure their status or, or to gain long term residence uh, were engaging in uh, in uh, fictive marriages again as it is very common uh, among refugees and and and, and women uh, describe in detail these experiences and how they felt and 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 how uh, um, How this unfolded. And they record small gestures of uh, humanity uh, whenever they uh, encounter them, uh, acts of of humanity and uh, solidarity. And and this is uh, why they feature prominently uh, in my book.
0: What kinds of sources did you rely on in conducting this research? What were the challenges you encountered in finding them and relying on them and interpreting them?
1: As I said, uh, when I was moved um, by Imre's book and Imre's experience uh, to start further research on the topic, First, I encountered this um, another book, a diary uh, of a Graz lawyer, uh, Ludwig uh, uh, Laius uh, Biro. Uh, this is his diary is published in German 20, 30 years ago. Uh, and it's the most detailed uh, diary of the whole process and, and the whole exodus from Graz community from 38 till uh, mm-hmm. 41. And, uh, and I was impressed by details, both in Imer's book and, and uh, Biro's, uh, um, Ludwig Biro's diary. But checking on historiography, Uh, I immediately realized that these experiences, these stories, are not represented. Uh, And then going into the archives, I realized why this was the case. Namely, the official archives do not record uh, illegal uh, border transfers or individual random escapes and experiences especially as these um, families or individuals that I followed uh, avoided contacts with authorities and, and so on and unlike organized uh, illegal uh, or legal transports of Jews which are um, uh, documented both in uh, state archives and archives of um, the respective Zionist organizations um, these people were left off the radar and and uh, yes many uh, were murdered uh, but many survived and and then eventually ended up uh, elsewhere and and were lost in these uh, uh uh, flight from Germany via Balkans, eventually ending up in Italy or America, Britain, uh, and, and men, uh, uh, Israel, many other places. And so they fell, let's say, through the gaps. Uh, they didn't belong to any nation, states, official uh, historiography, and um, and simply there were too little. Uh, Records of them. So I had to turn my attention to other types of sources, mostly, uh, and as I said, narrative sources or eye sources written directly by survivors. Some of them date back to the uh, time of the events. As I said, I. Um, There were some diaries uh, left, some correspondence with other family members in America or in uh, other countries when families separated uh, 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 during the flight. Uh, Others were written right after the war, um, as as reports... uh, in displaced uh, persons' camps, or, or um, as reports to uh, Yugoslav and Israeli war crimes uh, 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 investigations. And others were uh, uh, written or recorded much later, in 1980s and 1990s, when um, uh, the tragedy of a Holocaust uh, uh, became a topic uh, uh, and uh, a subject about which uh, it was talked after many years or decades. Uh, so I encountered hundreds of uh, different stories. obviously, uh, I faced lots of uh, challenges um, dealing with such a um, heterogeneous material which was written uh, over the span of many decades in different contexts and, and I addressed all these uh, uh, challenges. Uh, I confront them in my book. But uh, um, this is the only source we have. And uh, and I believe um, it's very a worthy source, worthwhile using. And uh, I could have written uh, many more books. Uh, I had to refrain myself to uh, uh, um, a readable uh, book. Narrative that I produce, um, uh, but I have material for much more. How uh, rich in information are these sources? And and again, despite all the challenges and uh, and problems uh, uh, with these sources, um, there are some uh, uh, impressions. One simply cannot ignore and and this is the one for example I mentioned a, in case of Italian attitudes both of Italian state Italian uh, population and Italian uh, army uh, uh, there is uh, simply an agreement in all these personal uh, narrative sources about this and um and if this is the fact across hundreds of different uh, narrative uh, sources, then I tend to believe them. Uh, and, and that's how I transmitted them in my book. Uh, uh, and as I said, contrary to uh, what modern historiography uh, Uh, claims and 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 uh, opinions about the fascist italy's uh um attitude uh to the jewish question in this period
0: what were the unique features of anti-semitism in the balkans should we speak of anti-semitism in the singular or anti-cis anti-semitisms in the plural
1: the plural, of course. Uh, what is, uh, as I already stressed, uh, the quite uh, exceptional when it comes to the Balkans uh, in this period is the attitude to uh, uh, to Jews, in uh, in contrast to most other. European countries. So the most special case is Spain, uh, where anti Semitism was uh, non existent. The Jews were almost also non existent, but uh, there was no knowledge uh, or idea about anti-Semitism and, and in Al- Albania is known as the country, the only country which uh, uh, at the end of the um, Second World War had many more Jews than at its beginning. And uh, uh, almost uh, no Jews uh, uh, lost their lives in Albania. and in Albania, even the Nazi, uh, collaborators saved the Jews, and it had nothing to do with Semitism or anti-Semitism, but uh, basically with a general cultural uh, attitude of Albanians back then that um, one simply uh, helps those in need and 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 Jews were uh, back then in in uh, in the need. And and this is this accounts for uh, a very particular um, experience in Albania, but on the other hand, it was a very remote place, and only uh, very few uh, people found uh, rescue there because of its remoteness. Um, Yugoslavia and in, 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 in Greece in the 1930s were also different than uh, the rest of Europe. They were Yugoslavia was considered to be philosemitic in that context, and and it was a destination for Jews. 1920s, many Polish or Russian uh, Jewish refugees uh, came and settled in Yugoslavia. So the the arrival of German Jews was almost um, um, a continuous process of um, uh, Yugoslavia welcoming Jews, and, and this could be extended also for the period under taxes in, in in Greece in 1930s, despite um, tensions that, and, and anti-Semitism uh, in Thessaloniki, which was the greatest Jewish city in. Uh, in the Balkans and at some point in uh, uh, in in Europe, um, which is um, a special case. Um, so there is um, this history, let's say, of a lesser anti-Semitism on one side. Uh, uh-huh, again, in the context of interwar Europe, in uh-huh. on the other. Uh, and there is this uh, dimension of informality uh, uh, that I stressed. So even when countries such as Yugoslavia or Greece, and as I said, also Italy, introduce anti-Jewish measures, laws, uh, bans on new arrivals and so on, uh, these... The decisions, these bans, these rules, are very easily avoided, circumnavigated. You you lose your uh, residence permit in Belgrade, uh, or it expires, and, and then you just move your residence to another town in the countryside or on the coast. Okay, so um, uh, it's uh, it's not. Only about semitism, anti semitism, but also it's um, about formality and informality of these uh, practices that is quite unique uh, uh, in the
0: Balkans. What new light does your book shed on Yugoslavia in and during the Holocaust?
1: I have uh, demonstrated. Uh how closely connected, interspersed, um, conjoined were the fate of um, um, Yugoslav Jews and foreign Jews, but also the fate of Yugoslavs and Jews on that number of examples. And for very long, Jewish uh, history has been treated outside of european history as a separate entity and and, and there is uh also this attitude um, uh, 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 often to take holocaust and treat it outside of uh local context and and, uh, and in, in yugoslavia uh, this is impossible i gave you the example of cladovo of transport and, and and they were shot in um, Nazi-German retaliation for the acts of Yugoslav partisans. Uh, their destinies were mutually um, connected. But uh, those who managed to escape to the mountains then found the rescue by uh, Yugoslav partisans up high in uh, Croatian and Bosnia and uh, mountains uh, and and this is uh, and, and then in my book through these uh, personal uh, uh, narrative sources I shed new light on uh, Yugoslavia during the war little known uh, uh, topics that I mentioned described by women refugees or also men refugees, that we know very little of life uh, uh, in the partisans, apart from their fights with the Nazis and so on. How they survived, how they fed each other, how they spent time entertained. Uh, It's a segment I, I missed to talk about, but even in the Worst possible conditions. Uh, Jews are organizing education, Jewish refugees for their children, and and cultural activities in these camps, in in, uh, in Italian internment camps, and uh, among the partisans and uh, wherever they are, and wherever this is possible. And and I uh, I bring to light a lot of these. Uh, uh, activities uh, from a very particular perspective because these Jewish refugees are both outsiders and, 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 and write and share this perspective of an outsider but also having spent and having learned the local language over years like Imre Rochlitz, they become insiders. So in the uh Descriptions, uh, they uh, mix these outsider-insider perspective and, and thus uh, shed uh, new light uh, and, uh, and very uh, rich uh, stories about uh, the war. Thank you.
0: What is your book's contribution to the history and historiography of World War II?
1: My book's contribution is um, less about major political or military uh, events, battles of the World War II that, that we know uh, uh, rather well by now, or even uh, by major uh, uh, stages of uh, Holocaust. The other hand, it uh, it gives personal, human account of how these major uh, political events, um, and military events uh, relate, and are experienced by common people who are. Uh, their victims, but uh, who uh, never, almost never accept uh, this uh, role as victims, but always perceive themselves as uh, protagonists. And in uh, the narrative sources that they create, they uh, retell um, uh, what it was really like uh, to live under these uh, circumstances, and they share a wealth of information about informal practices that uh, helped them survive the war, financial and all sorts of transactions, emotional uh, uh, turmoil that they were um, exposed to and how they overcome to an um, uh, uh, enormous wealth of detail of everyday life uh, uh, as refugee or, or in war uh, circumstances and this is something uh, it's a greatest contribution to let's say World War II history in the Balkans
0: What lacune? In the historiography of the Holocaust, does your research fill what accounts for these blind spots?
1: Well, there's a huge lacuna, a huge gap, uh, is um, first between organized and um, non-organized uh, flight from the Reich, and and most of uh, historiography only deals with uh, organized escape and especially when it comes to the balkans and and is uh mostly uh, concerned with uh, formal let's say aspects of that escape who is transporting whom and and what obstacles are uh, put on the way and how are these officially overcome and uh in my book, is the Jewish refugees are the protagonist and and they are at the heart of the story, and the story is told from the uh, perspective, and 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 this is uh, um, the biggest gap in uh, our existing knowledge of both the flight of Jewish refugees, but also uh, the war. In the
0: Balkans, as we bring today's dialogue to a close, can you tell us about where your time and attention have gone since completing this project?
1: Well, uh, it was extremely difficult to come across these sources, who are scattered, various languages, in various archives, and. Uh, online archives or in situ archives in various countries um, um, and where eventually survivors among uh, the refugees uh, eventually settled. Uh, So uh, simply um, uh, coming across sources was uh, uh, the most time uh, consuming, and energy-consuming because of their disparate location, and uh, there is uh, um, no institution or or uh, scholarly framework that would unite them, even though they all escape via the Balkans, and and uh, this is. Uh, uh, my book is um, a synthesis of the variety of these materials and archives from many different countries, both the of the uh, countries of, of origin but also Yugoslav former Yugoslav archives and um, and the narrative sources who are dispersed in all sorts of uh, uh, locations. Uh, as I said many, Uh, unpublished and and finally they are now um, uh, put together in uh, a cohesive uh, volume
0: As we bring today's dialogue to a close I'd like to thank you for your generosity, eloquence erudition and care as expressed in all the topics we discussed and all your responses during the course of our dialogue. I could not be more thankful.
1: Uh, Thank you, Ari, and thank you for helping me uh, to um, bring to light this uh, uh, little-known aspect of the Jewish and Holocaust history.
0: As we bring today's dialogue to a close, I... I'm signing off as your host on the New Books in Jewish Studies podcast, Ari Barbalat. Today I've been in dialogue with Dr. Boyan Alexov. We have discussed his newly published book, Jewish Refugees in the Balkans 1933 to 1945, published in Leiden, Netherlands by Brill 2023. Dr. Alexov is associate professor in Southeast European History in the School of Slavonic and East European Studies at University College London. Thank you wholeheartedly.